Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to continue uh, our conversation on teaching your kids about money. Now, so far this week, I've talked about uh, the uses of money uh, and how to teach a kid about those uses of money. I've talked about the difference between saving and investing and how to talk to your kids about that. Right? And then in yesterday's episode, right, I talked about when it comes to debt, right, why debt is a bad thing and why we should tell our kids and teach our kids that debt is a bad thing. And today, uh, I am going to focus on budgeting and how we should teach our children to budget because budgeting, no matter how old you are, no matter where you are in your financial life, budgeting is vital and it's important to know how to do and not only just know how to do because it is a relatively simple skill, but it's also important uh, in order to keep yourself organized and not let your money get away from you. So stay tuned for all that and more in today's episode. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long-form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Uh, just reach out to me and message me on any of the major social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and just tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions. And you and I can begin working together uh, in creating financial goals that you can attain. And also we can work towards pushing you uh, into a place of long-term financial freedom, which is what I hope for every single person who watches and listens to this show every single day. So budgeting, right? We should all be doing it. We should all be budgeting. Okay, now you may not budget, and I will tell you that that is to the detriment of your own finances. I'm not going to speak to your particular situation, and I'm not going to uh, tell you what else you should do or what else you could do in place of budgeting. I think you should create a unique monthly budget every single month. And I think this is something that we can easily teach our children. Not only can we easily teach our children, it can easily be um, exemplified for them. They can see you doing your budget. They can see you working through your budget and they can learn from the process, right? Budgeting is nothing more, right? And if you haven't watched this show uh, for any you know, considerable amount of time, right? Budgeting is nothing more than telling your money where to go. It's not about cutting you short. It's not about uh, limiting the amount of money that you can spend, although it can do that, right? If you, you know, allocate money into a certain place instead of another, it can limit the amount of money you can spend or it can limit the amount of money that you save or invest or it can it can limit your money in many different ways, right? But more than anything, it is just telling your money where it is going to go. And then you have a plan by which you can act upon that plan. And I think that's important uh, for us to get across to our children is that with money, you need a plan. You need to know where your money is going to go. And we need to teach our children that when you receive some income, right, that income comes from work, okay? So we receive some income, and that income comes from uh, our work, okay? And we receive this, uh, but now we have to manage it. We have to allocate it. We have to figure out what we are going to do with this income. And without a plan, income can quickly be squandered. Right? You can spend your income on any number of things if you have no plan 
uh, as to how you are going to deal with it, right? That's typically when people don't have any money saved. It's because they don't write down the amount of money that they make and the expenses that they have. And we'll get to the expenses here shortly, right? But it's important to know how much money you are bringing in. That way you can allocate that money in different places. I think a lot of people think that they make more money than they really do, right? They think about their salary uh, or they think about their gross uh, pay and not their net pay, or they think about their pay before uh, you take out insurance. I mean, I think people think they make more than they do. And in thinking so, right, in thinking about the big number, they think they can just spend money on whatever they want and buy uh, whatever they want and go into debt for whatever they want, right? And a lot of places will let you go into debt uh, for any number of things, but that does not mean that you can afford it, right? And so that's something that budgeting uh, can help you to iron out. It can help you to iron out exactly how much money you are bringing in from the work that you're doing. And it helps us to show our children that income and work are inextricably tied, right? They are tied to one another. You cannot take those away from one another. Now, the only other place income could come from is from your investments. And if you have uh, children and you're living off of your investments already, bravo to you, right? And I will guess that your children are already getting an earful about good financial habits, okay? But if that is not the case, and in most cases it isn't, right, your income is coming from some work and you have to show your child that that's the case, that money doesn't just grow on trees. Money doesn't just come from nowhere. I know we've all heard uh, that money doesn't grow on trees as we were growing up and your kids need to hear that. They need to understand that money doesn't just show up, that you have to go out and work for it in order to get the income that you can earn, okay? And they need to understand when you are budgeting, it is taking that income and saying, where am I going to spend it? On what expenses, right? How much in these different areas? And then once you know how much in these different areas, then you have to execute that particular plan. Because again, this is a plan. We have to have this written plan. And if we have this written plan, then it is up to us to go ahead and live out the plan. If we do not execute the action, on the other side of the plan that we have, that's 100% our fault, right? But I'll tell you this, the action tends to be more likely to occur when you actually have the written plan, okay? Because we actually write things down, we take the time uh, to make the correct arrangements for our income and for our expenses. And when we do that, uh, then we can actually know where our money's going. And we are actually more motivated to actually spend our money in the way that we said that we were going to at the beginning of each individual month, okay? And teaching our children that this is what you do with your money. This is what you do when you make some income. You plan out how uh, it is going to be spent month after month. And not only do you plan it out, you plan it out from every single dollar that you receive down to zero, okay? So you plan out every single dollar exactly how uh, it is going to be used. And it can only be used in one of the three uses of money that I said we need to talk to our kids about uh, earlier this week. Those three uses of money are giving, saving, and spending, right? And those are the only three areas that we should have on our budget. Now, you need to break those areas down into specific line items and your budget does need to be uh, as specific as possible, okay? But uh, those three areas are the only three areas that you can have, and you should be putting something into each of the three. Now, if your child is very young, obviously writing down a budget and doing the math and all those types of things is not going to be as helpful for them, right? Uh, they're, they're probably not going to get much out of learning a, a written budget when they're, you know, in early grade school. That's not going to help them much, right? But if you can just articulate to them the three uses of money, 
and then create three different buckets, whether it be three different bank accounts or three different jars or three different piggy banks or whatever it is, right? If you can create three different buckets for them uh, as to where they will put any money that they receive, and then they break up that money into different proportions that they preset. Now that's key. They preset the proportions because uh, those particular proportions would be equivalent uh, to us budgeting out the proportions that we want to spend in certain areas, right? So you can have a young child to do that and then actually act on doing that, act on making that plan uh, when they receive any money. And then once you've done that, that's the equivalent of budgeting and acting out the budget. But as your child gets older and they can do addition, subtraction, multiplication, maybe even a little division uh, when it comes to your budget, then you can have them work through a written budget. Now, quite obviously, your kids are not going to have a ton of expenses, okay? A lot of their expenses will be uh, wants. There'll be things that they want to spend their money on, and that's okay, right? But there still need to be the three different areas of the budget. They still need to have giving, saving, and spending uh, in some proportions on that particular budget. And you can let them make those uh, decisions and you can help walk them through uh, what a budget actually looks like. But uh, once we get past our income on the budget, right, we have to look at all these different expenses. And we need to make clear to our children that even though they don't have a lot of expenses, one day you will have a lot of expenses. So it gets a lot more difficult to decide where your money goes. And so you can talk to them about some of the different expenses that you have, maybe in the amounts that you have them if you want to, or you can make up made up amounts, right? And you can just walk them through exactly what it looks like to budget month after month. And so what you would do is you would take out a piece of paper or uh, you would get a spreadsheet going, an Excel spreadsheet, uh, and you would put at the top, you would put a line for income. And you would tell your child that what you're gonna do uh, is you're gonna put at the top of your budget your income, right? And if you're married one day, you'll put your income and your spouse's income. But until you're married, uh, you only put your income and you budget your expenses only. Okay, so you put your income at the top. And then below your income, you give some amount, right? And the reason that we do giving right under uh, our income is because giving should come off of the top, right? I'm a Bible-believing Christian. I believe that uh, we should give off of the top of what we have, right? There is the uh, tithe idea, which is a tenth uh, of your income. And uh, that's something that you can take right off the top uh, and give immediately. So I put that giving line right below uh, the income. So whatever you make, the first thing you're going to do with whatever you make is decide how much you are going to give of that amount. Okay. So you have that giving line. Then you'll go into any saving and investing that you are going to do. Right? You will jump to a saving and investing portion of the spreadsheet or the piece of paper uh, that tells you how much you are going to save or invest over the course of that particular month. And you can come up with uh, some fake amounts to, to talk about those particular areas and talk about those with your kids and you know how much you should plug in here and why we choose this much because it can grow to this or why we're saving money. Maybe we're saving money for uh, a particular purchase or maybe we're uh, investing money uh, for later on, right? Maybe we're investing money for our future or maybe we're saving money uh, for emergencies or whatever it may be. We need to articulate why we have these particular line items. Okay, then once you get past saving and investing, then you have all of your spending, all of your expenses. Okay, and obviously you'll start with the things that are vital, the vital expenses, uh, and those are your housing, right? Your water and your lights, right? Your utilities, okay? Your food and then clothing, okay? Uh, we have to have those things. 
Now, clothing is not something that you must have when it comes to, uh, you know, buying new clothes all the time. That's not necessary. Uh, but everybody needs to be clothed, okay? That needs to be something that uh, we have. But uh, you need to have food, lights, and water, uh, and rent uh, towards the top or uh, a mortgage, depending on where you're at uh, in your particular life. But if you're teaching a kid, you know, hey, this is what you're going to do when you get out of my house, uh, it's likely that they're going to rent first. Okay, and, and you'll be able to, to teach them in that particular way. Okay, uh, but you need to have those main expenses right there. Those are, you know, pretty set. You have a good idea of what those are going to be. You guys can come up with some uh, values that you think should go there. And then you jump into all the things, all the different bills that you pay uh, throughout your house, right? You have your internet and you may have cable uh, and you have uh, gas and you have your car insurance and you have gym memberships and you have uh, you know, other types of insurances and your miscellaneous thing, you have your phone bill, you have all these different bills that you have and that should come after uh, the spending uh, that has to be done in the way of rent and utilities and groceries and things like that, okay? And then you can get to the wants, right? You can get to the want spending where uh, you make decisions as to the money uh, that they want to spend on certain things and you can show them, and I think it's very, very important to show them uh, that when you have these wants, they have to come after the things that must occur. They have to come after uh, your giving and your saving and investing and your expenses that you must pay every single month. That's where your wants are supposed to be, not ahead of some of those more vital things. People want to put wants especially ahead of giving, saving, and investing. They want to put wants before that, uh, and that is not the way that the best type of money management is done, right? The best money management is done where you save and invest first and then uh, you go into your expenses and then your wants come absolutely last, okay? You have uh, specific things that you want to purchase, specific things that you want to save up for, uh, specific sinking funds, meaning uh, areas that you can put money to save up for the future, right? Uh, those can be expenses, specific line items on your budget, right? And you can show your kids what your specific line items look like. And again, you don't have to show them the exact amounts, right? But showing them what a real budget looks like We'll show them that this is normal. This is something that we're supposed to do. We're supposed to budget our income. We're supposed to know what our expenses are. And then we don't just need to be telling our kids uh, that you have to uh, budget out your expenses, right? But then you need to track them. You need to track what your expenses are over the course of a month, okay? Uh, and for a kid, something that they can do, right, is uh, if they, let's say, you know, they have different jars that they put money in or different areas that they, um, you know, allocate any money that they bring into, right, uh, if they get to a point where uh, they try to, you know, over allocate in one area because they really want something and so they're kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul, use that as a learning opportunity. It is a learning opportunity because people do that all the time. We rob Peter to pay Paul all the time. We rob from our investments and our savings in order to buy things that are short-term and unnecessary all of the time. And we can help to teach our kids that whatever you put in the budget is what you need to do. And you can make mistakes, right? That it's fine to make mistakes, but it's important not to let those mistakes compound and compound. And then you're not even listening to your budget anymore. And so that's why you have to track your expenses. You have to track the things that you're actually doing throughout the course of a month, because if you don't track those things, uh, then you're not going to be able to keep yourself accountable to the budget that you originally made. And it's important to let them know that line items change. 
right? You may think that you're going to need to spend a certain amount on something, and then it may turn out that you have to spend more, or it may turn out that you have to spend less. But tracking your expenses will allow you to know uh, what you spent in a certain place and will allow you to know that maybe mid-month you realize that you're going to uh, go over on a specific uh, line item and not by your own doing, but just because that's what it turned out to be, right? And then you'll have to make adjustments in other places in order to get your budget back to a zero-based budget, meaning you give every single dollar an area by which it should uh, be allocated to, okay? So, it's important to get all these things across to our kids because they need to understand that if you fail to budget, failing to plan is planning to fail. Okay, we don't want to plan to fail with our money. We want to plan to succeed and to thrive. And we need to teach our children to do just that. Okay, we have to tell our money where it's supposed to go. This is something that Dave Ramsey says, right? Uh, you have to tell your money where to go or you'll wonder where it went. And we don't want to be wondering where our money went. And it's really important, right, if you're teaching your kids to budget and teaching your kids to put money in different areas and uh, you know the reasons that they're putting money in those different areas. And then if they come to you asking you uh, for money for specific things, and obviously you're their parent, right? You should be uh, providing for your children. You're not uh, relying on them to do everything for themselves. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, you know, if they were going to save up for, uh, let's say, something that they wanted, a toy or um you know, a specific game or, or something, right? They wanted to save up and they wanted to purchase this thing on their own. And let's say they did that, but then they came to you right after that asking for you to buy them something else that they wanted that was similar, right? You have to, again, use that as a lesson in not spending more than you have, not living above your means, right? Living below your means or living at the minimum at your means. And I don't want you to live at your means. I want you to live below your means. That's why we give and we save on the front end, right? That way that savings can be a, a way that we live below our means automatically. Okay. So we can teach our kids how to do that. But we also have to tell them that, Hey, you made the decision to purchase this thing. You can only purchase that next thing, right? Once you allocate new money to that. And we're not going to take from uh, your savings or your investing uh, or even the money that you were going to give in order to purchase that new thing, right? We're just going to have to wait. We're going to have to employ patience and we're going to have to save that money up systematically in order to get to where we can buy the things that we want to buy. Budgeting teaches patience. Budgeting teaches self-control. Okay, if you teach your kids how to budget and how to be patient, and how to stick to that budget, it teaches them how to be controlled in their spending. It teaches them how to be controlled with the money that they are given. And it teaches them that you can only spend what you have. You can only allocate what you have. And this helps them in not going into debt any deeper, right? If, if they're actually allocating money towards savings or emergency savings or they know how to do that, right? And then they grow up and they actually do it and they you know, are living below their means, then they will be able uh, to sidestep a lot of need for debt, right? Because you only need debt when you can't afford something. You only need debt when you cannot pay for something in cash. But if you know how to save up for things, if you know how to be patient, if you know how to live below your means, then you should also know uh, how to purchase things in cash and stay out of debt, okay? So these are things we must teach our children if we want them to be good money managers. Now, again, you cannot expect uh, your children to just get things right off the top, right? You can't just explain to them something once and them just get it, 
Okay, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for them to understand what living below your means actually looks like. Because I remember as a kid, uh, it is very easy to look at people around you and go, man, I want what they have. Can I have that? Can I have that? And you don't see anything wrong with getting the thing that other people have, right? You uh, are thinking that that's fair. It's fair that you get what other people have. But uh, when you budget, when you tell your income where to go, when you show them uh, how telling your income where to go can help them financially, right? It also helps them to understand that money doesn't grow on trees. It helps them to understand uh, that there is a finite amount that you can work with and there's a finite amount that they're going to be able to work with later on uh, when they get paid in a particular month. It is finite and you cannot uh, get in a place where you are overspending or else you're going to go deeply in debt. Uh, or you cannot get in a place where you're overspending uh, and then you are needing to uh, stay in my house longer, right? Or you're needing to uh, mooch off of uh, your parents longer. That does not need uh, to end up being the case. Again, like I've told you guys throughout the course of this week, if you just teach your kids some of these foundational concepts, some of these foundational financial principles, then what will end up happening is it will end up reflecting well upon you. How so? Well, if your kid stays out of debt and your kid makes good decisions with money uh, and your kid saves money up and invests money for their future, guess what? They're not going to be coming to you for money, okay? They're not going to stay living in your house for way too long after they're out of college or whatever, right? They're going to be able to move out and live on their own and have the money to do so, right? They're not going to be asking you for loans and asking to borrow money from you all the time uh, when you know that they could have money for themselves, right? They are going to be good money managers. All it takes is us being intentional. We just have to be intentional with our children and tell them uh, and show them, right? Again, more is caught than taught. So we have to show them uh, that these things actually work. We have to show them that this is the way that things go. And we have to show them that other people don't do this. It is weird to teach them these things, okay? And if you find other people who do this, right, they are also typically people who make good decisions with their money, okay? But we need to make sure that they understand that just because you're not doing what everybody else is doing doesn't mean that you're wrong. It means that you are actually right. It means that you are uh, doing something that uh, is counter to the culture. It's counter to uh, the idea of living paycheck to paycheck, and it's counter to uh, a type of financial management that just absolutely does not work in the long term. Okay, and we, we have to help give our kids a long-term viewpoint, okay? Because if they look at that budget month to month, it may seem meager. And it's like, well, I can't buy all these things that I want. I can't, uh, you know, buy all these different games and toys. And I, I have my own money. I make all this money. I feel like I should be able to buy all these types of things. You have to think long-term. You have to teach your kids to think long-term. You have to teach your kids that you can't just buy whatever you want all of the time, okay? Very few people are that rich, so they can just buy whatever they want all of the time. And if they get to that point, then by all means, go for it, okay? But you still can't spend more than what you have, okay? You have to spend uh, within the limits of exactly what you make. And it's also important within this budgeting process and teaching your kids about budgeting that you talk to them about what the average American really makes and what the average American uh, has in the way of expenses. Because uh, I know, uh, even uh, at age 25, almost 26, I know that when I look at national averages and I look at um, you know things that other people do on average, 
uh, and you can kind of work some of those things out in your head, you can learn a lot. And I think as a kid, you can learn a lot uh, if you can find out what the average person does. Now, of course, this is going to hit home a lot better with kids who are a little older in age, have a little more uh, maturity and understand a little more of what you're talking about, right? But if you can tell them that the average American is making $60,000 a year and that comes out to after taxes this much a month, and then you have to pay insurance and uh, you have to pay uh, this much in rent or your mortgage and you have to pay this much in groceries and you pay this much uh, in car insurance and you have to show them uh, these actual numbers that actually play out in the lives of real individuals right and it will really open their eyes it will open their eyes to reality and i think that's really important that because a lot of people have never been shown reality until reality actually hits them okay they've never been shown uh, what it looks like to live out an entire month on a certain amount of income Right? They've never been shown what it looks like to have to pay certain expenses every single month and how much that's really going to cost you. Because let me tell you, uh, the cost of living is higher than it's ever been and it will continue to get higher over time. Right, And so we have to prepare our children uh, for the fact that that is the case, that we live in an inflationary economy and that uh, the price of goods and services are going to go up over time. And so you cannot expect uh, that one, the price now will remain the price now, and you also cannot expect uh, that things are going to be real easy and cheap because sometimes kids, they just don't think much about uh, their parents being able to buy things for them, right? They uh, just think, you know, that's just what parents do. They buy things for them and uh, they say thank you and they go on about their day. They don't have this real good concept of value and understanding what things are worth. And so the sooner that you can teach them what things are worth, the sooner that you can show them how much work it takes uh, in order to purchase some of the things that they want to purchase, uh, then it will allow them uh, to kind of come back down to earth. It will allow them to live in reality and it will help them to become better money managers over the long term. And so when we are teaching our kids budgeting, we have to stress the fact that living below your means is vital. Okay, we have to stress that fact because uh, without a budget, living below your means is dang near impossible. It's dang near impossible to have no plan and live on less than you make because having no plan means that you don't have a great idea of exactly what you make and you don't know exactly what you spend. And if you don't know exactly what you spend, then there's no way to know if you spend uh, an exorbitant amount more than what you make or right at what you make or less than what you make. You may have a decent idea, but you don't know. Okay. And until you actually track those expenses, until you actually write those things down and keep track of them, uh, you're not going to be able to do what you need to do when it comes to uh, your budget and when it comes to proper financial management. So we have to instill those good habits in our children. Let them see you sitting at the table, just you or your spouse, right? You and your spouse sitting and writing out your budget, talking out your different expenses, talking out your income, talking about uh, how it's so-and-so's birthday this month, so we have to put that in the budget, or uh, Christmas is coming, so we have to put that in the budget, right? And really make them think about all of the different things that you have to spend money on on a month-to-month -month basis, and not to deter them, not to uh, make them feel like, oh, I'm gonna grow up and I'm never gonna have any money. No, quite the contrary, right? Show them that even though you have to pay all these things, if you stay out of debt and if you put some money away for yourself systematically without thinking about it and you do that upfront when each month begins, 
then you will be living below your means and you will have money, right? You will have the ability to build something for yourself. You will have uh, wealth that is building. But if you don't plan things out, then you're likely to spend every dollar that you make, okay? You're not as likely to save or invest as much for your future, right? And you're not going to have as much to live on later on. And you're not going to have money to cover emergencies. You're not going to have money saved to pay for the things that you want in cash and you'll go back into debt, right? All of these things are very important to articulate to our children. Again, age specific, but at some point before they get to a point where they are managing their own money uh, and needing to do so every single month, they need to know these concepts. They need to know uh, these different thoughts that I'm giving you guys today. Uh, because if they don't, then they're going to be in a place uh, of ignorance. And ignorance is not bliss when it comes to financial management, right? Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance uh, is going to keep you from getting to where you want to go, or it's going to slow you down in a very real way, all right? And we want our kids to have head starts. That's why I talk about this this week, is that we want our kids uh, to really jump forward and have head starts in their financial lives. And if you have a head start in your financial life, uh, that it can really continue to push you forward uh, and get you to a place to where you want to be over the long term. Because, um, uh, sorry to say, pensions aren't really around anymore. And, uh, you know, there's a lack of funding in Social Security. And us who are growing up nowadays uh, and are working and are in our 20s and 30s, right, we are having to do it on our own. And our kids are likely going to have to do it on their own as well. And you don't want your kids to be reliant uh, on the government or someone else to take care of them or you to take care of them, right? You want them to be um, in a place where they know how to manage their money. They can save and invest for themselves. They're giving, they're generous people, uh, and they live on less than they make. And they don't come to you asking you for money all the time, okay? Uh, and so again, these are foundational concepts that I think are just key uh, to getting your child to be a good money manager. Uh, but again, you don't have to talk to them about this all at once. You don't have to beat a dead horse, but you have to let them see you doing it. Uh, and you have to be consistent in showing them that this is how you manage money over the long term. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan, uh, that will allow you to reach your long-term financial goals, uh, then I can help you do that. Uh, just message me on any of the major social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at MNO with Dylan, uh, and let me know that you're interested in financial coaching sessions, and we can be in pushing towards your long-term financial goals and ultimately help you to get to long-term financial freedom. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.